0: You're the hairy bite, I'm site, And I'm Dave. And it's
1: time once again for us to put on our caring capes and transform into your hairy wizards
0: of worry. Between us, we'll help you with your problems, because sometimes you never know what life's going to deliver to you on your doorstep. Never, ever. Good sometimes, bad others. One day it's hunky-dory, the next it's a pile of whoopsie daisy doo doo does. Well, when that happens, Email us at the agony uncles, the hairy bikers.co.uk. That's agony uncles at the hairy bikers.co.uk.
1: And pausing the problems today,
2: it's the thin white duke, Jeevesy. Ah, yes, nice to see everyone. Uh, good to uh, get together again today. And, well, a, a couple of interesting things on social media. The first thing is that, uh, Si uh, you put a post up about uh, Tesco Club Card, and uh, Artie, your dog. Was in the background and uh, Artie seems to have stolen the show rather well that
0: was that was quite hilarious because i thought he'd buggered off uh but clearly he hadn't um and uh, he was just there looking at me with a black pig that i throw for him going can you get get on with that so I, you can go and throw us the th- throws this me
2: toy and it was quite bizarre and then uncle dave uh lots of reaction to you at silverstone at the weekend for the formula one british grand prix how was that Oh, it was an amazing
1: weekend. Yes, yeah. Th- um, Alpine were very kind to me, uh, Renault Alpine. My um, stepson's a senior engineer there. So between the hairy bikers and that, they invited us to the uh, the pits for hospitality and also the garage. Wow. What an epic place. Unbelievable. Yeah, for a petrol head. Whoa, It was um, incredible. It was like drive to survive but I was there. And it was like, whoa. whoa, this is good. And the food was good too. We had scallop ceviche followed by a sea bass on an aubergine hummus and
2: a panna cotta after. Not bad, eh, for catering. Uh, sounds fantastic. And uh, it's going to be a busy old podcast. We've got quite a few problems, both culinary and, well, physical this week, actually.
0: Uh, and here she is, the Harley Davidson to our Cossack Ural, the Aston Martin to our Robin Reliant. It's the one, the only, the Tashness of the Poshness herself. It's Posh Tash! Yay! Hey, thank you.
3: Hey. Do you know what I, what I love is that when you do at the end of that, you always go, yay! And my favourite programme ever was the Muppets. You know, at the end of that, they used to go, yay! yay! <laughs> it makes me yeah. think I'm a Muppet, and I think that's all I ever really wanted to be.
1: <laughs> Does that make me miss Piggy and him Kermit?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, what are the two old Duffers in the, uh, oh, um, the, Waldorf the, the, and
3: Statler. Waldorf St- St- R- yeah. and Statler, yeah. That's you two. <clears throat> I'll be Miss Piggy. <laughs> absolutely,
0: Mint. Never, never Miss Piggy. hi <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a scary, scarily accurate... Uh, yes.
3: Looks and sound. I'm doing well. <laughs> oh, I know.
0: Definitely not looks, darling. Well, dude, it's time. Let's get solvent. Bro, wiggly a jingly, what's it who, Joe? bing bong bong bong
2: Hello hairy bikers, here is my request I have got a problem that I must get off my chest Won't you listen to my story like a hairy jackanory Cause I heard your advice is the best In this week's melee of malpractice Uncle Cy, Uncle Dave and Posh Tash You're going to be casting your care over these problems and poses We have a pizza problem we have Chop Chop, we have the Sex Snooze, and in Confidential Corner, it's a need for passion. However, we're starting with a pizza problem, and this comes from Pizza Pete, who's named himself Peter Pe- Pizza Pete Crosdale. Easy for me to say. Dear hairy uncles, after years of neglecting them, I have developed a passion for pizza. I never thought much of them before. I thought they were a sort of glorified flat sandwich. But I went what? to Rome
0: There's a cool culture of this
2: But I went to Rome on holiday and one day we were very hot and very hungry and very tired. So we popped into a place called Pizzeria Al Taglia. Uh, Sorry about the pronunciation. Well, I experienced, said Pizza Pete, a taste sensation. Wonderful flavours, the lightest, crispiest base. My head was turned. We were only there for five days, but we ate. (laughs) We were only there for five days, but we ate there every single day we had left. Since then, I've tried many pizza emporia in the UK and largely have been disappointed. I would like to make my own. However, even though I don't have room a wood-fired pizza oven i'm desperate to get that flavor and texture can i do this with a normal fan oven asks pizza pete how should i make my dough any other tips to help yours pizza pete crosdell over to
0: well, you well you've got to go to the maestro because it's dave's favorite food so i, I you know I, I, I'll, I'll i'll chip in on this one
1: oh, i love pizza it really is my favorite thing it's me Guilty pleasure, really. But I'm like you, really. Pizza's often disappointing, especially one with the cardboard crust. You really do. You know, the best thing is to get wood-fired pizza oven at home, which Son and I both invested in. And it makes pizzas like you would get in Italy. Um, failing that, you can get a tile that fits on the shelves in your oven at home. A pizza stone. And and that you can heat up and put your pizza on that with your oven on hot. And that's much better. But what's really important is the base as well. It needs to be quite soft and floppy and again, homemade. Uh, but you can buy sourdough pizza base dough balls ready-made on the internet now, which to be fair, are a really good option because anybody's seen a sourdough pizza base it's going to have to race for 24 hours. We can buy the balls frozen and they, they work well. And also keep your toppings minimal. You know, I mean, I remember, like like you said, Rome, I once went, I went to Naples and I think it's a UNESCO protected thing now, the pizza in Naples. But to sit in a back street in Naples and eat pizza, just a simple margarita, has to be one of the orgasmic pleasures of life. Um it's stunning, but there seems to be so little tomatoes. But again, the sam- the tomatoes, take the end the degree, it has to be San Mazzano tomatoes made down into that puree with good buffalo mozzarella um, and olives, and that's about it, really. But again, minimal with your toppings. And if you're cooking at home, put too much toppings in, you're going to get a soggy bottom. Keep it
0: minimal. Less is more.
3: It's funny how simple it needs to be to be so amazing
0: yeah it, yeah but it, and, and it's all about the quality of the ingredients and that's what that that's the whole thing about eating pizza in Rome or or, or naples particularly is that the quality of the ingredients are, is so high and it's a, and it's part of their identity and culture that it's the best it can possibly be, and I think that the, he, he's absolutely right to go. I'm almost slightly disappointed mm. because in the rest of Europe, the pizza is the much maligned thing, you know, because you don't simply don't have the intensity of that growing period and the heat, and for the tomatoes and all, of, everything comes into a pizza. I mean, it, it's the most simplest of things, but it's it's like four thousand years of culinary alchemy to get it to get it the way it is, you know, and that's the that's the wonderful thing.
3: Do you know what? I I was going to say that um, I'm not as lucky as the bikers and have a wood-fired oven, but I bought from one of our favourite supermarkets um, a a sort of a a mini pizza oven that I put on my barbecue. So Uh it looks like a little house, and I put that on there. Unfortunately, though, it's at the end of the garden under some huge fir trees, and I heated it up, and the next thing I know the barbecue was no more and nor were the branches above the tree on the trees. And they oh. heated up so fast and so hot, the flames came out and set it all. And suddenly we had a, a, a small fire, a, a bonfire night, a and it was quite something. So I, ha- it was no longer, I had no, I mean, I'd, I'd never got a pizza out of it. Couldn't even see the pizza, couldn't see anything. Lovely so I don't Elta. know what happened. I know, I don't know what happened, but it heated up so fast and so hot it just took everything out I don't know what happened so All right. oh that's a shame be careful yeah. is what I say I'd go for the wood-fired oven
1: my neighbors have got one of those is it Omni like a tabletop yeah pizza that's ovens. amazing apparently and,
0: and they're, they're really
1: pretty good yeah um
0: I bought one of those for our uh for Alex because he um my eldest my eldest boy um and and they're fantastic some of the results are great because mm. they do get really hot but they're fabulous
1: yeah. But even in the world of pizza in Italy, it's different to so a Roman pizza is completely different to a Naples mm. pizza. Yeah. Like, is it right? Uh, if I'm wrong, I'm, I'm not sure. Is it the Roman pizza square? Um, oh, is um, it? Yeah, and the Naples one's round, or some of the Roman pizzas are. Yeah. Um, oh. Again, in Provence, in the south of France, again, the produce, you, get, you can get a pretty good pizza down there. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. We well, can get a pretty good pizza in Britain. There are places. Where you can go and get a good sourdough pizza, but they've, you know, and again, they survive because they're good.
3: You've mentioned data a couple of times sourdough. Is sourdough the ultimate base? That's what it is? No. Okay. No. But it's just a delicious base.
1: Yeah. It's slightly more savoury. But there again, in Italy, probably average, you know, Naples pizza would absolutely not. They just make it, whatever it is they're making, it's just simple white dough. But, you know, with olive oil base.
3: You could see I went, we went to Italy on holiday a few years ago and um, my eldest doesn't eat cheese. So he's in a pizza and loves pizza, but not with cheese on. And so you're in a restaurant and you're then having to order all these amazing, incredible pizzas. But could we have one without cheese? And you could see them looking at us as if to go, you don't do that here. We no, no, no. And so we sort of actually sort of went for the allergy. He's not allergic, but we went down the allergy route. And so then he just had it. He said, could I have tomato sauce, but with ham? And obviously it came, not only was it the biggest pizza I've ever seen, his eyes nearly fell out of his head, but they just literally had covered from edge to edge, entirely with ham. It was just layers, a layer of ham. You couldn't see the tomato sauce. He didn't know what to do with himself. But I think they were trying to overcompensate for the lack of cheese. They didn't know what to do. So rather than just sprinkle, like we would rip a few bits of ham up, it was just like a bedding of ham. Anyway, he, he loved it. They thought we were the most terrific guests they'd ever had in their lovely pizza restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> but the memory stays with us.
2: <laughs> and them, without a doubt. Yes. Well, there you are, Pizza Pete. Uh, some good advice for you there. The uh, pizza... Stone sounds like a good thing to put in your oven, but you might just have to bite the bullet and get yourself a wood-fired pizza oven. Just don't set fire to any trees like Tash. Food makes makes everything better. (laughs) All right, our next problem is called Chop Chop, and this comes from Carol, Carol with an E, who says, Dear Harry Bikers and the Posh One, I listened the other day to your chat about chopping boards, and it presents an opportunity to settle an argument in this household. Watch... Should a chopping board be made from, please? For hygiene, I think it should be a hard surface. I have a granite one, but my partner won't use it because he said it blunts the knives. He has a wooden one. It's years old, though, and no matter how much he washes it, everything you chop on there just stinks of garlic and onions as they're sort of soaked into the wood. A word from you on this would solve the problems forever. That's uh, from Carol. Well, granite
1: and glass is going to knack your knives. These yeah. glass chopping boards, you see, ridiculous. Um... Mm. No, it's like a predominantly wood, but I do have a little board for garlic. It's like a little, it's a gimmicky, it's shaped like like a bulb of garlic, and I, I do my garlic on that, or either that or do it on a microplane. So it's different. Uh, but then everything else goes on a wooden board apart from meat, you know, and chicken and all that, which is on a plastic board, slightly rubberized.
3: Joe, mm. you know, I thought you were cracking sorry, I thought you were cracking a joke. I thought you said everything goes on a wooden board apart from me. And then you continued, and then I realised you'd said meat. <laughs> I was like <laughs> Sorry Dave, I was literally thinking that's gonna be a good joke. Oh it's not a joke, no no, you no, said no, meat, you no, said just... meat. <laughs>
1: no, I I haven't got a punchline to that one, Tash.
3: <laughs> I've got a melamine shopping board.
1: Melamine, very nice. nice. Do, it yeah. might blunt
3: like my knives as well, but my knives aren't. No, no, very melamine's expensive.
1: all right. Yeah. Kitchen, most professional kitchens have those, but in several colours. that's
0: yes. that's what I that's what I've got. I've got them in the corner. Uh, I mean, only because they were on special at Nesbitts. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but you have all of them. They're all those colours. I mean, I yeah. I think we discussed this the other day. I just the two. I do I do bread on wood, mm. and then I mm. do vegetables on the melamine. And I, mm. the garlic, and it's easier to wash off. It doesn't hold the smell so badly, no. I think.
1: Well, what do you do with your meat and your chicken? Different you boards. You have
3: to have different Yeah, boards. I, if I'm really honest, I confess I would use my, not at the same cook, but I would use my melamine ones. I don't have a separate meat one, I'll be honest. I don't. I use it, but I wouldn't use vegetables and meat in the same recipe. That,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: But yeah, maybe I should do that. I don't do that enough. Sorry.
0: They, see, it's symbol, simple, symbols.
1: But it could be like Mark and simply don't cook anything.
2: Yeah, ever. When you say that, I mean, uh, I don't cook much. I sort of warm things up, I suppose. But on the boat, um, all the worktops are granite. So I have got a wooden chopping board. And what I do is I use one side of it um, for things like onions and uh, other stinky stuff. And then the other side of it I'll use if I'm chopping apples up or anything like that that I don't want tainted by the uh, by the smell of onions. That's mine trick anyway ah
0: uh, you see that yeah because th- i keep forgetting i have got two sides yeah good
2: well there you are carol sounds like neither of you are right really uh you need to uh, ditch the granite one because that'll blunt your knives uh equally you don't just want one old manky chopping board you need a few that is the word from the hairy bikers uh, okay we're gonna take a short break here if you got problems you'll be fine just drop the agony uncles a line welcome back to the agony uncles okay time for our next problem this is called the sex snooze and for this i need one male and one female name so uncle si a male name please And uncle dave a female name uh, male name dev dev and donna and donna as in kebab donna kebab <laughs> sorry okay all right so um this comes from donna kebab who said uh, dear agony uncles thanks for all the tv shows over the years and a great podcast as well. Thank you, Tom. I've been with Dev for about a year now, and I've reached that critical time when I'm noticing all his bad habits. I've been in a few relationships. I know that the first ten months or so, everything seems a little dreamlike. But then one day you start to see things that really do get on your nelly. Uh, for example, the way Dev eats his crisps noisily. The length of time he spends on the loo, sometimes up to an hour. And crucially, the amount of time he stays awake after sex. I would estimate that length of time to be between 30 and 40 seconds. At first, I thought this was a compliment. I'd clearly warn him out, he was knackered. Or I used to tell myself, I like to watch him sleep next to me. But now the rose tints are off, it just winds me up. Uh, I'd like to tackle him on this, but first I'll appreciate your thoughts. I'd like around 10 <laughs> minutes to chat, I think, post-coitally, but I might be being unreasonable. What do you think? asks Donna Kebab. Over to you. Well, the French have a word for this. I believe it might be talking absolute rubbish, but that's called a petit
1: mort, isn't it? It's a little it death that the man experiences after he's given his all. And that's why the gentleman will perhaps prone to fall asleep afterwards rather quickly. And having somebody rabbit on about the washing machine even repairing, <laughs> it, it's not on, Donna. It's not on. No, no. That man has given you everything. Now let him go off into a euphoria that he's only just earned, you know. Be interesting to know if he just like
0: goes for a little kip, <laughs> and then wakes up again, going, "All right, love, do you want a? Uh, <laughs> do you want a cup of tea or something? Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it, yeah. Oh, you don't I want think... somebody rabbiting in your left lug, do you? You know what I mean? It's just like what?
1: Well I think she's lucky that he gets off before he goes to sleep. Oh well, exactly. <laughs> you know,
3: I'm quite glad it's all over and finished. He's passed out. <laughs> <laughs> I was was thinking though as long as he does the chat beforehand that's far more important as long as he's not going right let's do it done it fall asleep as long as he's done a bit of wooing and a bit of chatting have the chat beforehand then let him pass out because honestly afterwards they're not much conversation anyway even if he's got his eyes open so let, let him sleep, I say. Yeah, I,
0: I, I think there's a cynical air here. I, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I, forgive me for saying, but, um,
3: <laughs> ah, you know. No, I think that's fair. You need to do the chat. Chat beforehand, let him sleep after. Oh, I'm,
0: just, well, uh, yeah, chat before. I'd be a bit worried about the hour on the loo. Yeah, that's what I'm more concerned about. Mm. You'll have oh, piles,
3: like on, you'll have boys. cell phones. And, what? You spend that much time. Boys spend ages on the loo.
1: No, you don't sit for an hour with your bomb doors open, do you? It's absolutely. dangerous.
0: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you never know what's going to fall out at our age. You know oh, what I mean? it, could be, like, it could be your kidneys. Exactly. <laughs> we, Dave and I are definitely dump and go. That's yeah, it. Bomb doors to manual. Off, gone. Thank you. That's Boom, quite a good man.
3: You need you need to lead a whole... I won't ask Mark, I won't embarrass you, but you need to lead the pack. I don't know many like that. I bred two little boys and both of them sit for a long time.
1: Well, I know Mark lives on a boat. So obviously, you know, having done the similar thing myself, you have a different attitude to it because you have to carry your waste with you and at some point you have to pump it out. So what you do is whenever you're ashore, you look for an opportunity to not take it home. So actually, you, you know, you get out a rhythm really but you know it can be quite economical
3: can i just say though as women go just what offends me more than anything is i don't love toilet talk and my my husband if, if i would go to the toilet because women do have to do that um my husband would go oh you can't possibly have finished you can't have wiped properly i mean that was too fast there's no way and i'm like no that's an absolute no-go you don't you don't suggest it you don't ask me you don't criticize me I will go to the loo in my time, in my privacy, nothing more. But you know, he's more of a man that discusses the fact that you couldn't. He spends ages. How could I possibly do it in an efficient amount of time?
0: My best mate will bear bear witness to this. I have been sat on the toilet at his house, opened the door so we could continue the conversation. Oh my goodness! Well, that's what you do, isn't it? No, Dave, on the other not. hand, goes, "Go away, Kingy, and leave me alone." Well, but done, that's Dave. like you know, it's just yeah, what you I'm, do. Yeah, I'm a I'm a private pooper.
3: Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, definitely, oh. it's outrageous. You don't need it. Oh
0: no! Right. Okay.
3: Actually, Si, I think yeah. when I first got to know you, very first got to know and working with you, I think there was a second phone call. You said, oh, hang on a minute, I'll, I'll be with you. I've just got to go to the loo and come back again. And I was like, oh, God, that's a lot of information. I can't cope with this information. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you just nominated it. You just said, I've got to call you back. I've got to go to the loo. And well, even that th- took me it took me by surprise.
0: But, 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 <laughs> but, 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 but at least I wasn't going to the... Have you ever had a conversation on the loo? No. On the phone?
1: No, that's disgusting. Yeah. Hygiene as well. I hygiene. mean, I know mobile phones are meant to be quite toxic on the hygiene thing. But I mean, to actually take your mobile phone into the loo and sit there doing your job is with a phone in your hand. That's a no, no to me. Mm-hmm. No.
3: It's funny, I think everybody... Do you know what, Dave, actually, I'm with you, and if I was going to live with any one of you, I'm moving in with Dave, just so you all know, because I think we'd respect each other's privacy and cleanliness. However, I did just buy... We've had our bathroom done, and I have just bought a toilet roll holder with a leather and brass mobile phone holder on top of it, because I, so many people take their phone to the loo. <laughs> because everyone wants to put their phone down, because everyone goes to the loo with their phone. No, no.
0: It's not. A leather and brass <laughs> bog roll holder... <laughs> With yes. a four mobile for Oh, a scene from that
1: certain nightclub in Berlin in the 1980s. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I think we enjoyed that other little glimpse into Posh Tash's life there for the uh, leather and brass mobile phone combined toilet roll holder. Clever. Well, if you're down, if you're now down, don't get drunk. Just, just send an email to the agony uncle. Okay, it's time to head to confidential corner. Da, 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 da. Now this is called a need for passion, but need is spelled K N E A D. For this, we need another one male or one female name scenario. Ooh. But this time, let's go with uh, Uncle Dave for a male name and Uncle Cy for a female name. Ricky, Rochelle. Ricky and Rochelle. OK. So, uh, this comes from Rochelle, actually, uh, who says, Dear Uncle Si, and Uncle Dave, but mainly Uncle Si, my hubby Ricky and I are a little bit obsessed with your kneading technique. It started when we watched you making focaccia in Venice. It inspired me to have a go, and the sensation of kneading the dough in the bowl was so... Wonderfully sensual that I started making noises that perhaps weren't the usual sounds one makes in the kitchen while making bread. Uh, My husband heard this and came in. I showed him your video on YouTube and then he had a go at the kneading too. It had the same effect on him and we enjoyed having a very passionate encounter on the kitchen worktop. Uh, It did take a while though and by the time we were done the dough wasn't really fit for baking. It just cracked and fell apart. Now we've tried this technique a few times. It's brought quite the spark to our marriage. But after we've both had a, a go at the dough, so to speak, it's overworked and useless. What can we do to make the dough last longer, to keep it in tune um. with our newfound passion? <laughs> Thanks for all the lovely food over the years, says Rochelle over here.: It's <laughs> just...
0: What? How bizarre. Um, isn't it? I mean, well, we well, don't need it as uh, I guess.
1: Could you not just yeah. massage each other and pretend you're the door? That'd be more sensuous, so and you yeah. don't screw your bread up.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, uh, it's just one of those things that I, I'm trying to think how I do need dough and uh, I, I can't really. I don't know. It's just instinctive.
2: Yeah. I mean, do you find it
0: erotic? No, <laughs> not 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 that I'm aware of, and <laughs> certainly not by design. I just. I don't know, I just need it. <laughs> how weird. Yeah. Oh, God. I'll have to take notice then. And then, how do I need the door, dude? Dave always gives it to me to do anyway. How, do I, do <laughs> well, I? I don't it's do it With your weird. hands,
1: really, you know. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bit of a, you know, fingers in and then heel of the hand. Then you throw it up, slam it down, get the air out and work it. You know, very occasionally yeah. to be to be naughty. The camera will be on the door that comes up to your face. And we do have this eye-rolling thing, you know, just to kind of wind, see if he got the balls to put it on the telly or not. <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: yeah. Because
1: yeah. from the the, the 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 shoulders down, it looks like you're doing something else, doesn't it? <laughs> um, no, I don't remember that like, in Venice, though. Um, I
0: don't. I don't. I don't. I remember no, having I, a,
1: having a a, a sing off with a gondolier who was in the opposite. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. no. Um,
0: it was one cornetto, wasn't it? I think. <laughs>
1: it's yeah, something like that. Physique. Yeah. Or a bit of niss Yeah,
0: this I don't know,
1: I never, I never thought kneading dough's erotic in any I way, shape or form. I was just thinking that, I
3: was thinking of all the things we talked about. Kneading dough, it's a funny yeah. one.
0: I d- yeah.
3: What if they I, kneaded I, I, it on on each other, as you said, Dave, and then... No,
1: no, um, not the dough on each other, I mean, just a massage.
3: Yeah. They don't
1: cover each other in dough.
3: But maybe, the, oh. maybe the, if we mixed it with splodging a bit and they kneaded the dough on each other, then they wouldn't over-knead it. And then it might be, I don't
1: know. I would never eat a sandwich at their house. No, could you imagine? No, <laughs> oh, no. All the blackheads, everything would come out in the door.
3: <laughs> well, what's door like
0: on your body, your belly and your buttocks? You could just yeah. do that, couldn't you? You know, just instead of cut out the flour and just, you know, knead each other's buttocks.
3: Buy the bread and do that instead.
0: Yeah, yeah, all of that. I, 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 I'll have to pay more attention to me technique yeah what a very bizarre yeah. question that is it's yeah cool. you could sell it you,
1: you could you could become what's that word where people sell things on the internet you could sell lumps of dough that you've done yeah oh, yeah oh yeah yes. oh yeah
0: like those people that sell underpants and that
1: yeah, or, yeah. on fans
3: and things like that yeah oh. and
1: bottle the bottle of pumps and everything yeah and, you know sell like you could sell portions of your dough oh
3: Ooh. no i had no
1: Kingy's dough balls. (laughs) (laughs) Completely different thing, isn't it? Really. Dear dear
3: Pizza Express, I manage the hairy bikers. (laughs) I was wondering if yes. (laughs) And and, and
0: can the lads and can the lads have a free card, please, for the rest of their lives?
3: We'll bring our own dough balls with (laughs) Sai. Don't you worry.
0: I never go anywhere
3: without them.
1: Salted or oil to the choice oh, of yours, no.
3: It's going to ruin dough balls forever for me, stop.
0: <laughs> I'm not contributing any further to this conversation.
1: Obviously, Ricky and Rochelle are now on the internet trying to find things.
3: Yes. <laughs> Maybe at the back of festivals, they're rummaging in the back of the bins, the food oh. bins, to see what you've touched and what you've got.
1: Yeah, as long as Rochelle, you don't start getting off when I'm filleting a fish, that could be yeah. a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> if your life's in a the mess, the mess then the email, email address is the agony, agony uncles at the yeah well it's time for us to turn back into hairy bikers and to get the kettle on thanks so much for writing to us and being part of the podcast keep getting in touch just email agony uncles at the that's agony uncles at the
0: and while you do that, let me remind you that there'll be a new episode of The Agony Uncles every Friday. Me and my best matey here, our Dave, will guide you through more mishap madness. But in the meantime, it's goodbye from Posh
3: Goodbye.
1: Wah! The Thin White Duke. Bye! Wah! And from us... <laughs> Bye-bye! <laughs>